Well, after what, like six hours of watching, we watched everything to do two episodes in a row. Yep. That is Blue Caster in the other room. You probably can't hear him. But hopefully they get quieter as the as the two episodes go on. But first, let's schwa that roll call. A.G. Tsuburaya, the man who created something from nothing. Godzilla, Ultraman. But when those who don't give his franchises enough credit, these podcasters will do it justice. For they are... Kaiju Sentai! Ultra Ranger! Love our wall things, Ultraman. Ultra Yellow Cancer, gone. The other son of Belial, Ultra Pinkcaster, late! Spreading the love on one of Japanese beloved franchises. Kaiju Sentai! Ultra Ranger! Shrek! Greetings, everyone, and welcome to Kaiju Sentai Ultra Ranger, the show where we talk about Ultraman's past, present, future, Godzilla, and all kaiju in between. Dar, if you may. And today, we well, give... Well, introduce yourself! Fuck! Well, <sighs> fine. Well, I am your host, Ultra Yellowcaster, Autogar. And I'm your co-host, Ultra Pinkcaster Lane. And today, we got a special type of episode for you. We do. Which... Episode 73, we are talking about two episodes of SSS Gr- SSSS Gridman and the finale to Ultraman Rube with our with the featured discussion being our overall thoughts on the show. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And uh, if you are listening to this and you listen to episode 74... Uh, we're just going to say it right now. Both episodes are being recorded on the same day. So it's just a back-to-back conversation. But it's like, oh, then why don't you just do everything at once? Because I like to have separate episodes for things. Yeah, and honestly, it'd be too long. It would be too... Nobody would want to be here for three hours. So, so, so think of this as, like, the finale part one, and then episode 74 is the finale part two. We're pulling the Harry Potter. Exactly. Yeah, that's true. Harry Potter did do it first. Harry Potter was the one that that started it. And then Twilight. (laughs) Yeah. I just realized I didn't didn't load the news stories. (laughs) How dare you. I got the news stories. Oh my god. Oh, am I fired? Yeah, you're fired. I'm fired from my own show? Alright. Yeah, you're fired. I guess you're the host then. Oh, I'm shutting the show down. (laughs) Oh, so... (laughs) Well, you want to talk about the first news story? Yeah, so... uh, they announced a Ultraman suit one to sixth scale figure of the uh, manga Ultraman that's yeah. being adapted into a Netflix series. Well, based on Netflix adaptation. And... Well, that's alright. If I can click on an image. There we are. Damn. Damn, Daniel, back out with the Ultraman suits. That looks really good. It does. Um... Though, they uploaded a clip showing the transformation for Ultraman in the series, and I'm wondering if mocap was such a good idea. It does kind of look iffy. Because, like, if you were going to use just, like, human movements for these characters, then just make it live action! Get, get, no, like, 
honestly, make it live action. Give it more of a, like, realistic look to it. Like, that'd be great. Honestly. I'd enjoy that. Like, that's what I was thinking. Like, if this ever got popular enough to make a show of it, I could see it. Or, like, hell, I could see this. I can see the manga being used as a movie like, over here in the West. Yeah. Like, but, the premise of it. Like, it probably, they went the animated route because it looks cheap. It's cheaper. It is cheaper. Yeah. Then, you know, it's like, it makes sense for manga to be adapted into an anime. Yeah, but still. It just, like, it looked clunky. Like, the transformation itself looked fucking cool. That was awesome. But, like, just, when they were fighting, like, it just, uh. Well, this is his first time fighting. I know, but just like the way the movements were and everything, it just looked weird. It might be something I'll get used to over time, but like, yeah, the figure looks alright. Yeah, the Ultraman, the Ultraman armor itself looks fucking badass. I love it. It's really cool. Uh, expected to be released in June. Fans can pre-order the figure for one hundred and twenty-nine dollars over at Three Zero website. I guess they're probably the developers of the. Thing. You know what? For a fucking one to six scale and like action figure, that's awesome. Like it has die cast parts, forty points of articulation, has LED lighting for the eyes, color timer, four which, pairs of a change of a changeable hands, and spacium blades on both arms. Yeah. That's cool. Well, at least it comes with a lot of shit. Yeah. So like essentially, this is almost like a real action hero, but for like the Netflix Ultraman. Yeah. Or you mean you mean a Hot Toys? Yes. That's, oh, that's what people are going to call him. It's like, oh, I love the Netflix Ultraman. I'll be like, you'll just be like, it's the manga Ultraman. Well, no, no, it's not even that. I'm just, I'm just thinking, wow, are people going to actually, you know, take the time and effort and watch the original series? You know, all 39 episodes of it. I mean, we will. Yeah, but I've already done it. That's true. I have not. I've only watched... The first episode, episode four or seven or four or seven, and the last episode. Yeah. You know, all the all the normal the, ones. The good ones. <laughs> the I only decent. I can't wait to rewatch the episode with Juris. Oh my goodness. Oh man. That episode was fantastic. Alright, our next news story, uh, the Ultra Heroes Expo for twenty nineteen is coming up very soon. Uh, oh, it's actually starting March 21st at Tokyo Salamarchi. That's tomorrow. That's today in Japan right now. Yep. Uh, on April 1st, there will be a fan meeting with Ultraman X lead actor Daichi. Uh, Daichi with the character Chiaki <laughs> acting as MC. Oh. Okay. Okay. <laughs> wait, wait, wait. Hi, hi, I'm, uh, hi, I'm, uh... I'm, uh... I'm Chiaki! Hi, I'm Chiaki uh, Sashimo! Uh, Dark Thunder Ranger Detective, guys! Ah. <laughs> no, no, prove your Chiaki. Gets a chair, sits in it. It's <gasps> <gasps> <laughs> like losing their fucking minds. <laughs> and then on April 5th, there is a fan meeting with, uh, Takuya, uh, Negishi. <laughs> and then Takaru from Ultra X is the MC! What the fuck?! <laughs> That's so st- that's so funny. Well, they're good at announcing things. <laughs> that's probably why. <laughs> oh my lord, this is amazing! Oh my god, yeah, talk- just, they have Daichi, 
on one day and then fucking Gengar and Hikaru on the other and they just have two fucking oh, Dark Thunder Energy Detective. Wait. <laughs> on April 6th, a live performance by Voyager comprised of Chiaki, Shishimo, and Takaru. Wait. Wait, they're singing? Wait. <laughs> oh, shit! What? Are you, are you telling me these are the people that sang the, you know, Ultraman X opening? Oh! Is that why they haven't been doing Oh, they're just cameos, because they sing the song. Oh. Oh, we are, we are sorry. We're going to hell, aren't we? Jesus Christ, we're so sorry. Oh. Because it's a good theme song. Oh. Oh. Wow. That's awkward. Oh, oh. Jesus Christ, we never realized. Oh, we never do. We didn't look up. Oh, who sings the fucking... We I knew it was that. We should do that from now on. Every time we talk about a new Ultimate series, look up, like, the opening and endings and, like, oh, who performed them? <laughs> so, like... Oh. <laughs> it's weird. Like, for the whole show, like, series we've been watching X, we've just been making fun of them, being like, they just sit there in their chairs. They don't go anywhere. They don't do anything. Guess they've been doing the biggest thing of all. Seeing that badass Ultraman X theme song. And ending. Oh. Oh. oh we're sorry. <laughs> we have much more respect for you, too. You can tell us Dark Thunder Energy approaches as much as you want. You guys can keep your internship. <laughs> 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 oh, my, my face hurts. Oh, mine too. We're going well, to hell. Well, my, well, mine hurts for more reasons. Because <laughs> I just realized, like... Oh, like, because it's like, why are they performing live? Oh. It's an event. <laughs> it's a, it's a live performance. Like, it's an expo. Oh. You know how we have, you know, can't move expo, aka fan expo? Can't move. One exit expo, still fan expo. So you're just paying $30 just to go shop. Where I could easily do that at home on my computer. Right. Could pay extra, but eh. yeah, you're there for the experience of the people. You're there for the people. Anyways, Voyager, we apologize. Yeah. We're here at Ultra Ranger. Apologize. We 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 just we're trying to be entertaining. Yeah. But we we of course think you're great people. You, you perform a very nice song, and you helped Zio give them all the info that they needed whenever Dark Thunder energy was approaching. But Goki's still gay. Goki is still gay. Hashtag gay for Goki. Hashtag gay for Goki. Hashtag gay for Goki. Alright, our next news story. Um, over the weekend, Evolution Toy, Evolution Toy held a production e expedition uh, show showcasing uh, some of the new releases coming up. And one of them is a, uh, a really crappy Gridman figure. Yeah, it's a, it's it's the hero action figure of uh, the original Gridman, and just it looks awful. It's awful. Like the proportioning's weird. The waist, like the the, the uh, waist yeah, looks bad. Yeah, look, no, the, let's talk about the waist. There's too much. Like Paul and Raven, uh, Green Redcaster, were over when I was gang gang the news. And they saw this image of Gridman. And Paul, like, Greencaster said it best. It's the abdomen area that's, like, that screws it all over. And, and, like, I'm looking at, like, the leg joints where, like, the legs meet the hip. 
I feel like I could just take the leg and just snap it immediately. Yeah. Like, these look like really cheap figures. Apparently these are the same the same company who made the Red Man figure. Yeah. And, like, the Red Man figure is apparently, like, garbage, too. Yeah. So. Which, like, this figure costs $8,800. Ugh. Ugh. So it's, like, what, 90, 100 bucks? Like over a hundred dollars for this Gridman figure. No. Where if you just get the Ultra Act, you're you're way better off. Or you could get the set that comes with the Thunder Gridman, which apparently costs twenty thousand eight hundred yen. No, thank you. Oh, thank you. And the worst part is, is that there's one for Gridman Sigma, and the uh, King Grid King Gridman's also been announced. See. Like, there's the Ultra Active Grid Man. That looks nice. Yeah, it was alright. Like, it, it's okay. It's not the greatest thing ever. But I feel like if they make, like, an SH Figuarts of the original Grid Man, that would be gorgeous. That looks so good. But yes, they also have plans to make a Grid Man Sigma. Yeah, Grid Man Sigma. Which he also, it's like, he has the same problem. And then beside him you see Mirror Man. Who's coming out. He looks good. Yeah, he he looks good. He looks good. Like, I, I thought that was a figure for a second. Like he looks very proportionate. He's coming out in April of twenty nineteen for eight thousand eight hundred yen. Hmm. Hmm. And lastly, I'm gonna skip over this because we're probably gonna talk about it for uh, Cat Stranger. Oh yeah, they're also planning on uh, re-releasing Red Man. Apparently it's an updated version of the figure that doesn't break on you. That's good. But there's also Triple Fighter. Yeah. Uh, there is no... Oh, yep. Yeah. He'll be coming out in July of 2019 for, once again, 8,800 yen. Okay. Yeah. Cool. Oh yeah, and there. Oh God, I forgot about this thing—the fucking the Muppet. Yeah, there's a Kanigan. Yeah, Kanigan was also shown off as a kaiju action figure or calf. Uh, yeah. No release date yet, just shown off just, as a display piece. Just look at that head, though. Just ah. Giant mouth. Just ah. He looks like a Muppet. He does look like. Yeah. A Hi, everybody. It's the Kaiju Show guest starring Ultraman! Yeah! Kunigun! <laughs> Gun the Kaiju here. <laughs> Greetings, everyone. Welcome to Ultra Ranger, where we talk about the Kaijus of past, present, and future Ultraman and all and all Super Eye heroes in between. I am your host, Ult Kaiju Caster Octogard. And we're back to Gridman. Ugh. Ugh. How dare you represent Gridman so poorly. Tommy right. Nations, get on a figure out already. Uh, they can't, because they're too busy uh, making repaints of Ultraman Zero. Gar, what did I tell you? Stop saying things on the podcast and it'll happen. Yeah. I can't help it. Like, literally, two episodes ago, Gar, we were talking about this, and Gar was like, yeah... Like, they could easily just repaint freaking Zero and we could get the, the Noah and blue form, like blue and red forms. And so, yeah. There um, we go! At the Shanghai Ultra Heroes Tomashi Nations event, 
they they announced SH Figuarts Ultra Zero Strong Corona and Luna Miracle. Uh, so far, no pricing or release date has has been announced for these figures, but they were shown off on display. Oh, they look good. Which yeah, they do look good. Just fucking pose those with your Rosso and Blue. Oh, guards, that would look nice. They look nice together. And as a reminder, uh, Strong Corona and Luna Miracle was a side effect after Ultraman Zero fused with Ultraman Dyna and Cosmos. Yep. And they were pretty kick-ass forms. Yeah. I remember that special. Now we're Zero Darkness. Probably a Tommy Nations event. Yeah. I mean, all you have to do is just paint in fucking Belial colors and you're good. Mm-hmm. It's my favorite Zero form. And, of course, it makes sense for, you know, for Zero to get these because, you know, he's the popular Ultraman. Everyone loves Zero. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay, so so Strong Corona is a fusion of Dyna Strong Form and Cosmos Corona Form, and Luna Miracle is a union of Cosmos Luna and Dyna Miracle Forms. Hmm. Uh, Ultra X were available for these, but now they revealed that there are SH figures for them as well. Cool. And there's Ginga. And there's Ginga again. Hooray for Ginga! Hooray for Ginga! Yay! I forget about doing my Kermit voice. Yeah. Alright, then let's get on to SSSS Guru Demand. Okay. So yeah, we're talking about episodes eight and nine. We're just gonna talk about both of them together. Yep, so Episode eight, I don't remember the names of these episodes because I did not write them down. I think it was like I'm gonna well, they're all one word, so yeah. So I'm just gonna look up the titles quickly. Episode eight, confrontation, and episode nine, dream. Yeah. So eight was interesting. Eight was really good. I liked eight. Yeah. Episode eight was nice. Nine, nine. I was questioning my entire existence. <laughs> <laughs> questioning all of existence. Like oh my god, but it's like. What if I'm the Ultraman? <laughs> what if I'm Gridman? What if I'm Gridman? Dun, dun. Um, yeah, so episode 8, Confrontation. So pretty much, like, this this episode, uh, Akane, like, the focus is, like, Akane, like, there's a school festival coming up that, like, happens every year. And so Akane, being Akane, because she hates everything, she doesn't like this festival. So she decides, oh, I'm gonna summon a kaiju and get to fuck up the festival and then everyone will be dead and unhappy and I'll be happy because it happened. But I'll be happy because everyone else is dead. <laughs> yeah, so she like remodeled uh, the first kaiju that Gridman ever fought and like mechanized it, which I fucking immediately loved because you know, you mechanize a kaiju, mechanize anything, it's ten times better. So I'll be on a shirt coming out this summer. Yep. Mechanize something, it's ten times cooler. Mm-hmm. And I'll have a mechanized ultra paint caster. Yep. Mecha me. Um, yeah. So, Hashtag mecha me. Exactly. Um, yeah, so, like, pretty much the whole gist of this episode is just, like, the Yuta, Itsumi, and Rika are trying to, like, convince Akane, like, not to do this. And she's like, 
Why please, wouldn't I? Please don't destroy the festival. But I hate it. Yeah, but everyone else is having a great time. And it's like, yeah, but I hate it. Thanks, I hate it. Yeah. Like, she's being like her... Like, because it's weird. Like, she's talking like the way that she does when she's outside of her house. So she's kind of like... She's saying everything, like, truthfully. But she's being like, oh, yeah, I hate this festival. I want to to guide you and kill everyone. Where, like, she's... When she, like, she's at home, she talks all seriously. Just, like, fucking hate everything. So it was really weird just her using her, like, innocent voice. Well, no, there's no point in hiding anymore. We know who she is. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, so it's, like, uh, what they kind of do, like, Yuta thinks of a plan where it's, like, wait, what if we use, like, what if we get everyone to help out on this? Because Akane, before she, uh, brings back, uh, Mecha Googulus. 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 Googly uh, eyes. <laughs> googly eyes. Mecha googly eyes. Mecha googly eyes. That's what put googly eyes on. <laughs> Everything's better when you put googly eyes on. But, uh, like, she shows it off to them at school. So, uh, they're thinking, it's like, how do we beat this thing? It's like, well, we're the Gridman Alliance. We can think of anything. What if we... But Yuta remembers about the time when Gridman mentions, oh, hey... We could just, you know, like, Gridman can shrink. So that, what if we can bring everyone else? Yeah, but the computer froze. Yeah, but if we shrink everyone down, maybe Junk can hold this all together. Yeah. And, like, at the same time, whatever, like, that was, like, a subplot between, like, Itsumi and Rika, where, like, like, Itsumi's just like, well, we need to take Akane down. We need to stop her about, uh, with this. And just, uh, and, like, Rika's like, she's still my f- my my best friend like i can't just go against her like that's not possible and Sumi's like well like don't you know what's at stake here and everything and she's like yeah but i don't care and then she's like but we're the gridman alliance and she's like well honestly you're the only one who's been calling us that no one else has been saying it <laughs> so she kind of just like gets so she kind of just like gets into uh everyone else's heads like um what happened was this episode makes Rika think she is pointless. Mm-hmm. Like, she doesn't really, like, do anything for the team. Utsumi thinks of the idea. Yuta's the one that turns into Gridman. Everyone becomes a form of Gridman. And then Rika just thinks of her as just, like, I don't do anything. But she does. She has her uses. Mm-hmm. She's, she's supportive. She helped them, like, uh, call the, the store when they were, like, out in the middle of fucking nowhere. So... But to her, that's just minor stuff. Yeah. But still, like, even you to, like, confronts her about it, and he's just like, no, you're very useful. Like, I, I do, and I, I really like you being around. So. I, oh, yeah, Auntie shows up again this episode with, like, he, he has a he has a bandage over his eye. Yeah. So, yeah, he, he lost his eye. Yeah, so he, like, shows up to the, the, the store, and he's, like, looking for Rika, and it's like, where's Rika? And they're like, why the fuck do you care? then he like kind of collapses so then Rika's mom like gives him a meal which it's funny he like eats it like because like he's a kaiju at home, like first a kaiju first so he's just like second. stuffing his face literally in the plate <laughs> and they're just they're like so then like Caliber just like gives him his phone or he gets Auntie's phone number and then like sends him on his way and just like they're like what the fuck why'd you leave him and he's just like yeah and then they like made a realization wait when you fought Auntie before you could have 
got chased after him and like got him and he's like yeah i could have but you but i but i know yuta wouldn't have probably told me not to yeah yuta was thinking of the whole leave him type of situation so i went with that Mm -hmm. uh and so we get like it's like we get like this thing where it's like a few days before the festival starts so we get like these like really cute countdowns yeah cute little countdowns of like everyone at the school being excited for these festival yeah and uh what happens is uh, they they still try to convince Akane to stop, like, to not do it on the festival. And it's like, no, fuck you. Nice. But then they, like, manage to, like, actually do the fight before the yeah. festival even starts. So they decide, instead of having Akane have the kaiju show up at the festival, we're going to show up first before the festival even begins. Mm-hmm. So they kind of, like, lure her out. Yeah, it's so like... So she can, like, summon... Um, which she does, and, like, she actually makes, like, a model of it or whatever like that, and then, like, she shows it to, like, everyone in the school, and it's like, oh, you're gonna summon this thing? She's like, yeah, and then, like, her friends show up, and they're like, oh my god, it's so cute, like, you made this, and I'm like, and I'm like, look, I'm like, what the fuck's wrong with you? Why do you think it's cute? Like, it's weird. It's Japan, they think anything's weird, or they think anything's cute. Yeah, I guess so. Uh, so yeah, so then we get introduced to full-powered grid van, which is, uh, the... Combine a uh, form that with of Gridman Caliber, Battle Tracto Max, Buster Boar, and Sky Vitter. Yeah, and Gridman himself. Yeah, and Gridman himself. And holy shit, is it fucking cool. It is broken. It's broken. It's badass looking. He looks like a combiner from like Transformers. No, nothing nothing beats freaking this I would call it more of a super mode of all things. Yeah. But he looked like a giant fucking robot. It was fucking awesome. I dig giant robots. So like it's it's amazing. Like the like fucking mecha googly eyes just <laughs> like <laughs> he like spins his head like a drill, which is fucking amazing. But then full power Gridman just like grabs it, rips his head off. And just like it like doesn't even stand a chance against them. It, no, it's, no. And, and like you have to remember too. He's, like, smaller. He is so smaller, he's, but he's he doing, has everyone's power. Yeah, but he's doing all the shit, like, list, like smaller size, but, yeah, with everyone's power. And then, like, yeah, he, like, fires, like, his drills and, like, you know, like, weapons and shit. And then he, like, finishes them off with, like, the caliber, but, like, he does this, like, cool attack where he, like... He charges up the attack and he goes all golden. It's, like, slash. And he just slashes down at them and just, like, Slices them cuts them right, right in half. And it's fucking amazing. And, like... That's pretty much it. Ooh. And then as for episode nine, it starts off... Oh, yeah, there was one more thing that happened in episode eight. Um, yeah, we find out Rika was... Rika was made. She was. She's not even a real person, according to Akane, because Akane apparently created her to be her best friend. Yeah, and I think she made, like everyone like yuta and itsumi included and episode nine kind of confirms that yeah apparently apparently akane makes a kaiju in episode nine and she makes gridman yuta utsumi and rika fall asleep in which they they awaken in this dreamland type situation where this is what akane had for them Mm-hmm. Like this is what she, this was what her perfect world would have been like if Gridman wasn't there. Mm-hmm. Um, 
Yeah. The Apparently the kaiju's name is Boo Jack. That was the kaiju in episode... In episode 9. Oh, episode 9 was Boo Jack? Yeah, yeah. His name was Boo Jack. Oh. Okay. That, that's... What the fuck is with all these weird names from kaiju's man? I don't know. Um, oh yeah, and then episode eight, one last thing was, like, they, they're at the festival, and apparently they're, like, uh, Yuta, Utsumi, and Rika are, like, part of a thing called, like, a reverse gender cafe. Oh, so, like, right. so, like, Yuta's wearing a schoolgirl uniform, uh, Utsumi's wearing, like, a maid outfit, and then Rika's wearing, like, a, like, an ad, like, a Navy Admiral's, like, uniform. And it's like, oh, okay. Yeah, so that was the thing. And then just, yeah, so, like... It just ends with, like, Akane just being, like, in a room, just being, like, what the fuck? Like, what am I doing? Like, everything, yeah, everything's, like, ruined because of Gridman. So then, episode 9, it just... It, 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 it fucked with my head. Because, like, we're watching this, and we're just seeing, like, uh, Yuta wake up, and, like, Akane's there, and it's like, what the fuck? Like, what the hell's going on? And then I'm, like, realizing, like, this looks familiar. And I realized that it was the first scene in episode one of Gridman mm-hmm. where so Akane so, replaced Rika with herself at first I was thinking Akane just resetted the world yeah again and like got rid of Rika which I was like at first like furious because I'm like how dare you rid my waifu of, from the show my, steal my waifu yeah how dare you fucking steal my waifu from the series but what we find out is that all three of them are having three separate dreams where apparently they're living out, Akane's living out exactly how she wanted everything to be with these guys before Gridman showed up. So with Yuta, she just wanted to have like a nice friendly relationship with him. She wanted to have a boyfriend. Uh, Rika, she just wanted her to hang out with her all the time, be a best friend. Yeah. And then Utsumi, she just wanted to have, like, a kaiju buddy to, like, hang out with and a talk nerd, about. A nerd friend. Yeah, a nerd friend to shoot the ship about kaiju with. So, Who she also kind of wanted to sleep with. No, oh, that too. Uh, she, she's, she's, a, she's a horny one. She's a horny one. That lady is. That kind of is. <laughs> that kind of is. Yeah. So, like, fuck. Oh yeah. Um, so Caliber, Max, Bor, and Vitter have no choice but to stop the kaiju itself because uh, Boojack, he can't be touched by anything until Gridman wakes up from his dream, in which Gridman wakes everyone else up. Yeah. From their dreams, mm-hmm. which they come to the realization that Akane's still in that dream state, where uh, maybe we should go save her. Maybe. Yeah. Um. But yeah, so like in these small things, whatever like that, just like they're slowly like picking up. So like Akane with like uh, Utsumi, like she's like reading all the saying, naming all the kaijus, and like Utsumi just keeps like saying like, oh, what about this one? She's like, oh, it's this one, this one, this one, this one, this one. And then she, he oh, just, of course they don't he, go. He can't, he can't realize. He can't, he can't can't like believe that like she's so into kaiju, and so like eventually Utsumi comes to the realization, just being like. Because, like, she's like, oh, why don't you, like, come over? Like, my parents aren't home. Oh, you know, you can even stay the night if you want to. And then just, like... She wants the deck. No, and then Utsumi's just like, no, this isn't happening. Like, how many... Why why would so many good things in a row, like, be happening like this? I don't know, Utsumi. Maybe you just had a shitty life and now life's, you know, treating you perfectly. Yeah. Don't don't say no no when you... 
Well, see, that's why, like, me personally, I had a bad experience in high school where, like, I liked one of the most popular girls in high school, and she played around with my feelings, making me believe that she liked me, and then she, like, just was fucking with me the whole time, and I never spoke to her again. Uh, there was... This episode kind of reminded me of uh, an episode of Batman the Animated Series, actually. I just watched it at the comic book store recently. It was... I can't remember the title of the episode, but basically Bruce wakes up and everything's fine. Like, he has a girlfriend who was Catwoman. Um, his parents are alive. Wayne Enterprise is booming. And there's another guy being Batman. So he gets to... Like, he can do whatever he wants. He doesn't like it. Mm. Like, at first he's fine with it. But then he really... It's like, no, this isn't what I want. Yeah, it's like that episode of Justice League Unlimited where, like, the it's like this plant thing is on Superman, and Superman's like oh, living yeah, where, his life on Krypton, where like and he has a son. And all he that. has a son. His parents are alive. Everything's fine. But then it gets uh, they get it off of Superman. It goes on to Bruce, and Bruce is imagining that his dad fights back against the robbers trying to rob them, and he's like punching the shit out of them, and then like as. Like, Bruce is just realizing, like, this this isn't happening. Like, this already happened, and they died because of it. Mm-hmm. And then, yeah, they defeated Mongol the best way when they put it on him, and he's just imagining him ruling everything. <laughs> it's fucking amazing. Uh, um, I'm a sucker for this type of, uh, what would you call this? A what-if scenario? Yeah, it's like... Or it's a one... No, it wouldn't be a wonderful life, because wonder, wonderful life is where it's like, well, what would the world look like without you? Without you, yeah. It's it's a it's it's like it's like a it's like a paradise effect where it's just like because like everyone every human in existence like you me we all have like that perfect scenario that we want our lives to be so uh so, so yeah like every everyone has that they just like me I I have an imagination of how I want my life to perfectly be but like. Unfortunately, 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 life do doesn't work that way. No, you have to you have to make life be the way you want it to be by working hard. So, anyways, um, so yeah, so then like Yuta, like Yuta's thing, like you know, just she like brings him to like a graveyard and he's looking at a gravestone. But like throughout the Yuta section, you notice that like in like billboards and like reflections and on TV screens, like he's just like he's seeing Gridman because mm-hmm. like Gridman's trying to get in contact with him. Hey, yo, boy, this isn't real. Wake the fuck up. <laughs> mm-hmm. So it's interesting to know that deep down in, like, Akane wanted all this to happen, but fucking Gridman showed up. And Gridman pretty much ruined everything because Alexis is here. And Alexis, like, he was hunting Alexis. So mm-hmm. if Gridman, if Alexis never showed up or Gridman never showed up, she would have had exactly how she wants. So this entire show, this entire world that we've seen, the cities, the battles, all the people in it, all Akane. It's all Akane. It's all in her head. All of her creation. So none of this is real. And that's fucking mind-blowing to realize. Oh, yeah. We also got to see um, all the assist weapons uh, combined into one form. Uh, powered Z- Xenon. And... Holy shit, that was oh. fucking cool. I wasn't expecting that, because they all go, and I'm like, okay, so Gridman should be there now. 
And then, like, they all start, like, coming apart. I'm like, all right, what's going on? Gridman's not here. And then they start combining yeah, into and each like, other. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Oh, oh. So, yeah, like, we already got, like, this badass Gridman form last episode. And in this episode, we just get the weapons doing it. And I'm like, that's so cool. Like, that's so badass that they can do that. That That is pretty cool. That way, it's like, hey... You toy collectors, you can either have it be in robot form, or you can have it, like, in separate forms. Yeah, so now you can, like, pose your grid man by himself, and then you can have the weapons be powered Xenon if you want to. Which, that was something that did happen in the original show, apparently. Okay. Uh, we, we just haven't gotten it, gotten to it yet. I think, mm-hmm. I think he shows up in, like, episode 12 or something. And, like, honestly, by this point where we are, like, anti- I feel for the guy. Like, I really, really do. Because, like, he's just trying so freaking hard to fulfill to, like, his, like, mission. his mission. And just, like, Connie's been treating him like absolute garbage. Like, not even talking to him anymore. He sends fucking Alexis to fuck with him and gets rid of, loses his eye because of it. And just, yeah, like, he's just trying to kill Gridman. That's all he wants. So, like, I kind of. get the Gridman. So, like, I, f- I feel bad for him now. Mm-hmm. So. But yeah, so this episode, this was interesting. It really fucked with me. And now we're just like very curious to see where it's going to go from here. Because we only got three episodes left. Which probably, honestly, after we're done recording, we're just going to fucking marathon the rest of it. Yeah, just, just we want to see how this ends. Yeah, we're like so curious. And see if there's going to be a season two. Oh, oh, oh. Boy. Oh, my favorite. Can, can I get in line to not go see it? <laughs> Guards are duty. Said it was my dude. I was just doing it for the views. Oh yeah, it was also funny in episode eight when like the the alliance or whatever like that they like show up at their school and oh, like they're like, are you su- you're not supposed to fucking be here? But what do you mean? Like it's normal for everyone to go to school. No, no, it's not. And it's like, oh, and then like Caliber's just like walking in the middle of the courtyard of the school and everyone's kind of looking at him like, hey, what the fuck are you doing here? And yeah, he just, sticks out like a sore fucking thumb. Yeah, because he's like it's just a guy like. Well, Wielding like four katanas, so it's like super weird. Oh, you said yeah, or no? You could be into like anime and all that. Mm-hmm. Um. Oh wow, they're actually called them the Neon Genesis Junior High students. Yeah, that's what they're referred to. As. What the fuck? Well, I'm just gonna call them the Gridman Alliance because that sounds cooler. Yeah, because that's all of them together. Mm-hmm. And then when they do wake up from the dream, the episode ends with uh, with Rika telling them about what. You, what Akane said to her about being like created by her. Yeah, just being like, yeah, I'm just. <laughs> so, like, she actually purposely made her to, like, because, like, J- remember, just to be her friend. No, but remember also, like, Akane has, like, a huge rack, and so she made her gonna have a nice ass and nice legs, so. Yeah, so. There are two sides of the same coin. There are just too many questions. <laughs> too many questions. So, yeah, so that's. That's this is this good man for now. Yeah, for now. But next week we'll be talking about. In episode seventy five, we'll be talking about the three all, final episodes. Yeah, it'll be an all Gridman episode. Yeah. yeah. But with that out of the way, shall we go on to Rube? Eh, eh, eh. <laughs> Rube this shit. Rube that shit.
So yeah. And so we have reached the finale. Episode 25, I Cook the Yeti Bucks. How dare you. Episode 25, uh, House of the Rising Sun. It's an odd title. Yeah. Or it's something like that. It involves the Rising Sun because they're in Japan and all that. So, yeah. What a way to fucking end this show. So, finally. Fucking goddamn finally. We finally figured out. Huasi is where she came from. What's her fucking deal? And Gar, Gar fucking called it I, I from close. episode one. Well, not from episode one, but like, but like when they started questioning things, like that's when I, like that's when I pinpointed it too. But uh, so yeah, let's talk about the whole Asahi reveal thing. So Asahi herself is an anomaly. Well, she's a crystal. Yeah, she is a crystal. She's a root crystal. She is a root crystal. In which, uh, when Mio was in the pocket dimension, and when she saw Grigio attacking, she wanted to make sure her two boys, Katsumi and Isami, were fine. Yep. When the root gyros and the root crystals went out to go save them, it created a paradox. And thus, when they left, even with, like, with Mio's fear of losing her losing her two sons, it created Asahi. Yeah, so, like, Asahi is kind of a combination of both, like, the crystals and, like, the love that Mio has for her sons. Because, like, you could see a bit of, like, Mio in Asahi. Because, like, you know, she's always been that very positive character and stuff, and you can actually tell... That their mother is exactly like that too. Very happy-go-lucky and just like super positive and stuff. So that's that's how I take Asahi is. She's a representation of their mother. And she showed up the day they became Ultraman. Yeah, so like after they like collapsed from their power, they went like, ah. Uh, I'm kind of sad we never got that again in I the missed show. That. Yeah, we only got it like twice, I think. Yeah, we only got it in like the first two episodes. Yeah. Um, but yeah, and she was the one to wake them up. Yeah. And, like, so they just got memories of just being like, oh, yeah, Asahi's always been around. What are talking about? That's Asahi. Yeah, like, I re- remember, like, when we went on outing when we were kids, like, took a picture, and there was she, her as a baby. Yeah, we remember her from school. We remember her with memories. Yeah. So then, like, they're just, like, kind of questioning, like, her whole existence and just being, like, like even, like, herself. Like, she's so down about, like, she, like... She, because, like, she lost her best friend. She's, like, questioning her entire existence. Like, who the fuck she is? And we've never seen her this, like, upset before. Because she's usually so happy. And it's just, like, it, it felt so bad for her. And so, like, even... So they're, like, even, like, questioning. Just, like, it's, like, well, just, like, Asahi, like, even exist? And, like, Katsumi and Isami are just, like, yes, she does. With uh, in our hearts. <laughs> in she, our she, hearts, she, she exists. She is a true being. Like she's our sister. She's, she's our... your she's your daughter. She's our sister. We love her very much, and she is she does exist. She is a part of us. She is not an it. <laughs> yeah, she's not. A what's it? A what's it? Yeah. So it was nice to finally like realize like what Hasehi was because you know we've just been wondering since you know episode freaking twelve. Yeah. It's like, what the fuck are you? There's also the point where um, you mentioned it last episode, mm-hmm. but it actually happened in this episode. So apparently, uh, 
Mio's idea is to once again seal Lugosite in a pocket dimension. Yeah. Using Aizen Tower as, like, the beacon for the portal. Yep. But, uh... And in the process, she's going to sacrifice herself to, like, make sure it, it stays open enough that Lugosite will go through. So she's going to take Lugosite and the entire tower with herself in it. So that, you know, the world can be saved. The world can be saved, and she's, like, you know, she sacrificed to make sure that it happened. But just, like, Katsumi and Isami realize that, like, she's doing that, and they're just, like, they're, like, no. No, no, we, we're not going to have we that. We just got you back. Yeah, we just got you back. Like, we're not going to fucking lose like, you It's again. the exact same day, pro- or the day late. It's, like, it's only been, like, a day and a half. Gyro day. <laughs> gyro day. We stopped gyro day. Gyro day is another little... <laughs> you only deleted. <laughs> you only deleted. Um, <laughs> well, she did. Just fucking Arnold. They just delayed it. <laughs> they just did. Yeah, they delayed Lugosite's fucking summoning. Uh, so, anyways. Wait, um, Rosa and Blue try to fight Lugosite. Which that didn't work. Yeah. So like, what happens is like she sees like what's gonna ha- about to happen, where like she saw the prediction where like they got incinerated by Lugosite. So Lugosite fires the beam, and she actually forces them to detransform somehow, and then puts a lock on their gyros so that they can't transform. Yeah. She's like, yes, I did it. I pre- I prevented them from dying. Like I I saved the future. I saved I, I, I changed. changed the future. That's no, like again. To quote Arnie again, you, you didn't stop it. You just postponed it mm-hmm. until now. So then they like run up to the tower and they like see their mom and they're just let me out and they're just like they're like no, like we're family. We just got you back. We're not losing you. And yeah. then we we gotta stop him. And it's like no, you guys are my two. Like she's having the same argument that Ushio just had with them. It's like no, you two are my boys. I can't let anything happen to you. And then Ushio walks in and just. Like, because apparently he's fine now after his back. And he has a new after, shirt. Yeah, he has a new shirt. He has a new shirt underneath all of his outfits. Which, which I find it cute because Mio's wearing the first shirt of the series. He's wearing the last shirt. Yeah, and his was like, for like a father good reason or something yeah, like that. Yeah. Something like that. It had like father pun in it. Yeah. Um. Yeah, and just like the whole the whole point of just like their argument is just like. They're, they're not they're, kids. They're, they're not kids. They're adults. They're, they're, like, doing... They make their own decisions. Yeah, so if they want to try to defeat this, this Earth-destroying monster, let them. Like, they're meant to. And then they just do the badass thing where they, like, activate well, their gyros and they jump out the fucking window and transform. It's fucking well, awesome. Apparently, like, one thing that I did like about Mio and Ushio's conversation is that, like, even when Mio was in the pocket dimension, she also hated it. She hated how she messed out on a lot of the things in their lives. It's like, if like, I didn't want to be at like practice or at school exams or pay loans, mm-hmm. it's like, I wanted to experience all that. Now, and then Ushio's probably just thinking inside his head, well, we could have another kid. Do all this all over again. And they were Asahi. And they were Asahi. I already have an Asahi. You're adopted. All right, fine. I'll call her H.A. Asahi, too. No, 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 I'll call her G.A. Good, Asahi. You're bad, Asahi. That, 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 that's, that's a King of the Hill reference. Yep. I'll name him Hank, but you can't have a son. Always had, I always wanted a boy named Hank. But I'm your son. Not anymore. <laughs> I'll call him G.H. Good, Hank. You're bad at D.H. Bad, Hank. <laughs> um, so but then, but yeah, they do the cool last transformation sequence where 
instead of running down the street that X, Orb, and Jeed have done. Yeah, but Orb did it fucking amazing. Yeah, right? Orb did it cool, the coolest. The coolest. Rue, Katsumi and Isami decide to jump out a freaking window, of all things. Like, the highest point of the tallest Eisen Tower. <laughs> they freaking just jumped out and pulled out their gyros and just... Because, like, the lock disappeared after they shut out that they're Ultramans. Yep. And then, you know, cue the opening theme song because, you know, Toku Logic, or like, uh, Toku... Tokusatsu cliche number whatever. Uh, final episodes don't have the opening. Mm-hmm. It's just logo sequence and then episode. Yep. So it's like you get the opening sequence and they're they're just blitzkrieging through freaking forms. Yeah, because like they just figured they can just take Lucasite by surprise by just like going with get with everything they have. Fire everything. And then so then what happens is they they turn to Rube. Oh yeah, because uh, Lugosite hits the attack again. That uh, Mio predicted in her in her vision, and so to counter it, they transform to Rube. Yeah, when she's like, the future's been changed. <gasps> oh my so god! So when she like, they only had like five minutes before like the portal like sucked them all up. Yeah, and but she canceled it because she's like, the future's been changed. Okay, they can kick his my, ass. My boys can do it. And so then we get into the Holosahi thing where like she like goes goes in front of Lugosite and then she like. You you want to die. To, like, turns into a crystal. Yeah, and she, she turns into the, uh... The, the group crystal group that... Crystal. Or the Minato crystal. I think that's what it's called. Yeah. Uh, it's, it's the movie exclusive group crystal. Mm-hmm. But it, it, it's kept closed uh, for this episode. Mm-hmm. In which they use the Minato... I think it's the Minato family shot. Yeah. And... Or something like that. It's basically like Orb's attack... Like the orb triple or the the orb tri, the triple orb orgium attack or I think it was orgasm attack yeah the orgasm attack <laughs> <laughs> um so yeah so instead of actually using it to transform or something like that because they don't have like ultra woman Grigio yet they um there's blow Lugo side the fuck up yeah they just put it in the weapon oh yeah they put it in the room Corin the room Corin and yeah they defeat Lugo side yeah so. I was actually legit surprised because I was thinking that, like, oh, Lucasite's so powerful they need to seal him away. Like, no, I, they destroyed him. I was genuinely surprised. It's like, oh. It's all about taking those risks as a family. Yeah. It's all about seeing what can happen. So they do it. They change the future. They save the world. Save the city. <laughs> save the world. Ultraman. Ultraman room. <laughs> um, but Asahi... Sadly, becomes particle dust and flies off into the sunset. No, and they're all sad, and it's like, no, oh. like where's Ozzy? Ozzy, he does. They start having all fucking whitey, 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 like pal, whitey do pal and Like they're just having like a hissy fit. It's like it's Iron Man. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Anyways, um, like they follow her, like um, oh, I can't remember if they follow them back to the forest or something. Like they they end up outside of town. Yeah, and, and like what, their vans there, and like the vans there. Katsumi and Isami are there. Asahi's that wait what? Yeah, apparently the 
the great eye when she wished. Yeah, when it was literally her pulling back, a Kong Rider ghost. It felt like the ghost opening. Like finale. The, yeah, the ghost finale. Because Asahi's just floating down to the <laughs> ground. It's like, okay, I guess Asahi's here again for some reason. They willed it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think they actually will power her to, like, back. Yeah, and so now she just exists. She just exists. And now she's, like, an actual, just, like... Human artifact. being. She's not a crystal. Yeah, well, she's probably still a crystal, but... Mm. Um, but yeah, and then they go back to Quattro M, where now it's Quattro M, because yeah, like yeah, they, it's add the the extra, they, they add an extra M. It's like, but Quattro means four. Yeah. So now they're like going to all decide to run it as like a family business. Well, fuck college. <laughs> <laughs> fuck. <laughs> Just toss the table with all the science shit on it. You know what I realized? We never got to see that girl that you saw me liked again. Like the, the, the girl the, liked to fly. Yeah. Ah, oh, that was sad. I wanted to see more of that. Yeah, and then Katsumi, you know, how he opened up the series with a narration, he ends it with a narration. Being like, oh, this is the this is the end of the story about two brothers. But now it's the beginning of a family. Ooh. Uh-huh. That's adorable. Uh, and thus concludes Ultraman Rube. So, our overall thoughts? It was cool. It was alright. I mean, like... It's not the greatest series ever. There were some flaws here and there. It did kind of deviate from Katsumi and Isami for like a good chunk of episodes. And like, yeah, and honestly, they got rid of like one of the best character in the entire show. Oh, Aizen. Yeah, so Makoto Aizen, Alien Serza, like Ultraman, Orb Dark, Noir Black Schwartz. He was just so fun, so funny. <laughs> Like, it's also weird a because, badass Ultraman. Like, like, it's weird because they also like before the show even started, they built him up. Yeah. Where it's like, who is Ultraman or Dark? And it's like, who, like, why is he here? Who is this? Even even when they showed off the freaking SH Figure Arts Forum at the Tomashi Nations event last year, it was before he was shown off in the show, and they had a Rosso in blue. Like, they had the suits in. But when like they were showing it off, they actually covered their eyes. It's like, no, 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 we can't see this yet. Yep. Can't know who it is. And it was Aizen. And at first I was a bit upset because I'm like, oh, he's just going to be so fucking silly with like the form and everything. No, it's like, oh shit. But then like that that's added to him. Stick. Yeah, that's his thing. Like, and it was great. And then we found out like more of his goals. And then like, as everyone knows, I just fell in love with this character. And like, I bought all of his shit. And like, so I have this vinyl. Like, I was going to get his like cheap gimmick figure like but it didn't come in the mail ever and then i got uh the changer and i keep the this gyro the yeah i'm getting the sh figure arts eventually um i got his or Chris, Chris, yeah crystal holder oh yeah the crystal case with the majority of Eisen's yeah which crystals. i plan on hopefully get finishing that yeah i think the um, rest of them were sold in in uh, candy toys yeah <laughs> um but just like yeah like no surprise to anyone, Aizen was my favorite character, and he was severely underused, and I think he went away way too soon. I kind of understand, because by the end of the series, we kind of realized how important Saki was, because she was more relevant to... To the plot. To, like, you know, why their mother went missing, and, like, who this Lugosite guy was, and why, like, Rosso and Blue died originally... All those years ago is because, oh, they were my brothers, and, like, they protected me. 
So. Oh my god! I think that's what the fu- like the finale was trying to show that like instead of like because remember her brothers died trying to fight Lugosite. Mm-hmm. Mio saw the vision of them dying again. So what if it was just a whole like like what would the theme of the show be like? Well, like, the theme, theme of the whole show remember it was about family and bonds. For family. For family. For family. <laughs> just the end of Spy Kids 3. For family. Oh my god. Glass is quick. Glass is down. Gyro's quick. <laughs> um, but like, yeah, honestly, and you know what's great though was like this whole show when we first talked about it was we found out that the whole theme of it was about bonds and family, and you know what, this show did that very well. It definitely pulled. I'll I'll admit, the first twelve, like the first half of the series was really good. It was very story driven for Cosme and Isami. And then when Ultran Rube came in, it was fine. But then, like, there were a few... It felt like a few of the episodes weren't really doing anything. Yeah, like, Saki kind of just showed up out of nowhere. And I'm just like, oh, like, like who the hell's this chick? What's like, her deal? I kind of feel like Saki and Asahi, for a while, took the spotlight from them a bit too much. Mm-hmm. Because, I, I don't know why, but it just made us feel like... Asahi had a connection with Saki for some reason, so we were kept thinking like, oh, does Saki, is Saki like the reason Asahi's around or something like that? No. It, it wasn't. It and was then, the thing that I predicted. I feel like the mother should have come, Mio should have come back earlier. Mm-hmm. Like, maybe around like the episode like 16, 17 mark or, or something. Or like hell, that. there was the prediction that maybe Mio, like, that Saki was like the twin or like the other half of Asahi. Yeah, like that's what we thought, and that would have been awesome. Um, but yeah, so just like the first like 12 episodes of the series was like really, really good, and then just, yeah, it just fell off a bit. But then I think it made up for itself with the finale. Yeah, absolutely. Episode like twenty one and onwards. Once Mio came into the picture, that's when everything started to like. Okay, let's start wrapping the story she's up. She's giving us full context of what exactly happened when she went missing and like what what's been going on who this Lugosite guy is, and then it's like, oh okay, and she ended up being a wicked character. Like I was, I was amazed, shocked with how she was. I was not expecting. Her. I was worried she was going to go the whole villain route and just end up being evil or something like that. Which I'm fucking glad they didn't go that that direction. You know, if I can actually think of something that I'm starting to notice just now as we're talking about it, Katsumi and Isami, like the two heroes of the show, kind of got the shaft in character development. Yeah, like they... like Asahi got more Asahi, Ushio, Aizen, help Mio, and Saki. Five of the seven main characters got more character development than our two main protagonists. Yeah. Like, what were the two things that Katsumi and Isami did? Katsumi played baseball for one episode. Isami went to college. That's it. That's it. Like, like we never seen more of... Like, I'm not trying to say we need more character development for them. I'm just saying... There was just, there was nothing else there. Yeah, like, like, we had one episode focusing on Katsumi's baseball career and his coach. And I think, I think that's how they were marketing them. It was just like, oh, here's two Ultraman that are brothers. That's, that, that, that's it. That's yeah. the, what they are. They're two brothers who both become Ultraman and, and at the yeah, same time. And yeah, they did bicker a bit, but I feel like maybe there should have been a, like, 
a two-parter where they just weren't working together. Or maybe have, like, like an arc in the show. Like, this is one of the problems... I'll uh, admit, be, being 26 episodes. Yeah, like, yeah. I, I think that... I think Rube's the one that suffers the most for being only 25 episodes. And I think it's because we have two Ultraman. I think it should... Honestly, it should be 30. Get five more episodes. Five more episodes. Just, like, you know, have, like, one more filler. Maybe, like, two episodes or three... Where it's like an arc of just them having like at their lowest or something, and then the episode that like or, or they're just not everything. working together. Yeah. Like, or like maybe one of them sees like Eisen's point of view and just goes, "Yeah, well, maybe like Isami would be like, yeah, maybe he's right," and then just like joins Eisen for a bit, and Katsumi's trying to convince him, like, "No, this guy's a fucking asshole. Can't you like see this?" And like have both Rose like Blue and Orb Dark fight Rosso, and that would have been cool. Uh, the Rube Crystal. The Rube Crystal concept, I kind of liked Omit. I liked the idea of the whole crystal thing, but it was never fully explained as to why it, they were all based on different Ultramen. Yeah, because, like, when the original Rosso and Blue died, they shattered in, into crystal, these Rube Crystals, like, and then you just... Like, I get it. It's, a, it's the gimmick of this season, but the whole... Like, the Ultraman thing itself made no sense. Yeah. You could have just made them based off elements and that would have worked better. But you can't sell elements. Well, they you, don't even, they you can yeah. sell faces. Yeah, they don't even question, like, oh, who, who's who's this victory guy? Like, I wonder what he was about. Yeah. Like, I just don't know. Um, now, remember, there was a crossover with Zero and the other Neo Gen- New Generation heroes. Yeah. But, we, but that was... Uh, that that was never like we never got a raw of that mm. we did and the the yeah the the concept of the rube gyro itself uh, this is awesome oh yeah the gimmick itself i love yeah the the toy the toy is great the transformation like i love that like you input it and like it has a bunch of sounds has like a spinner thing with lights yeah. in it and you have to like activate it, like three times to like do a full transformation it was fucking cool and it's fun to do like i i still play with this thing today and it's Fun toy. Which I actually have the rest of my Rube stuff on standby. Mm-hmm. And now that the show's over with, I might actually pick up... I might start picking up the rest of things. Yeah. Like, I just picked up the rest of the vinyls. Like, for Rose on Blue mm-hmm. and Rube. Yeah, I still got my Rose on Blue uh, vinyls, and I'm, I'm happy to have them, so... But, uh... Yeah, just, like... Ossie was a really cute character. Like, again, she was, like... Kind of saw her as like a like a stray pet, where it's like at first you're kind of like, oh, okay, she's alright, but then by the end you're just like, oh, I fucking love her. Like she, like I can't see the show without her. Like she, she, she added a lot. Uh, I feel like there should have been a few more comedic scenes mm-hmm. in the series. Um, uh, like I like the episode where like she could like she's like, all right, you guys need to tell me fucking everything about like oh, what oh, you guys are. Episode? Yeah, but like they're she's like trying to train with them, trying to like hang out with them more. Um, One of my favorite episodes was definitely uh, the episode after the ant type of character left, where uh, where Isami couldn't transform. So it's just like you have uh, you have Katsumi there, like transformed as Ultraman Rosso. Uh, Gregory shows up and he's like, get, like, move away for a second. We're having a conversation here. <laughs> but then like Grigio like slaps Rosso across the face. And as Cosme is back to normal, he has a giant, like, print on his face from the slab. It's like, that's funny. Mm-hmm. Or, like, when he, like, rescues, like, Russell, like, rescues the car and, like, oh, yeah. makes it drive off. Up. And he's just like, he's like, yeah. 
But, like, my favorite episodes were just any episode that fucking Eisen was in, because he was just such a treat. Like, I like that he, like... I feel, I feel like episodes 8 through 12 would probably be your favorite. Like, just, yeah, just... just like, to, like, just the or Dark Noir Black Schwartz storyline. Yeah, because, like, honestly, like, the one episode where, like, he, like, buys 10,000 shirts just to fucking bring Isami and Katsumi over to, the, to him so he can go... You guys fucking suck as Ultraman. I'm gonna grade you and show you what to fucking do. That that's that was such a great episode, and like he schools them, and then just... actually, no, that was a very valid question. Hmm. Whatever did happen to the Orb Ring, you? They kind of. Uh, it, it, I feel, I feel it, like it just got tossed into a drawer and they just never used yeah, it. Yeah, I think that's they used just, it like one more time after he yeah, was gone, I, but that was it. Yeah, I feel, and I feel like that was truly like the end of like or dark, uh, Ultraman or dark, where it's just like once you know they're no longer using his weapon, meaning yeah, and then his like actual host that he was possessing is like, oh, I like I, mean, I realized what the fuck the was going on, but. Yeah, I don't want part of this anymore. I'm gonna go travel the world. Bye. I'm leaving the company to Saki. That's it. Yeah. Um, Ushio. Ushio was honestly like he was a fun character. Ushio, I felt like he he was probably like one of the best parents that I've seen in a Tokusatsu series because like he didn't he wasn't aware of a lot of what what went on the whole series, but like as to any yeah. parent in a Tokusatsu show, but, how. Uncle Mario from Zoodger didn't find out until like episode four, until the Christmas episodes. And I actually, I actually, for that, I was disappointed because I feel like he should have just known from the start because it would have made a lot more entertaining. That is true. Yeah. Um. But like, Ushio was a good father. He cared about them. When he found out that they were Ultraman, he like fucking scolded them, being like, "You guys have been fucking risking your lives out there, like underneath my by my back. Like, what the fuck." And just like he just like or just how like when he when he actually thought about uh, when he was the one that started the whole Asahi storyline being like oh because he found a picture of and, like of the past but yeah, like, Asahi he, wasn't there and, so like he actually like instead of just leaving it as it is he actually goes deeper into it he's like pulls out all the school like. All, like everything of his here's Katsumi's here's your stuff from when you were younger here's Isami's stuff from when you were younger and here's Asahi's Asahi has nothing it's like like he, he questions it he's like what's going on and then he slips and accidentally asks Asahi like what the fuck are you and like he kind of he kind of slipped there because it's like you don't say that and like even even Isami and Katsumi were like don't say that, man. Yeah. She's our sister. She's your daughter. It's like, well, she's my daughter, but why don't I fucking remember her? Like, why don't we have anything based around her? But just, like, yeah. And his shirts were super fucking creative. I like that he's very passionate about... Because, like, he knows his business doesn't do super well, but it does. that doesn't stop him from continuing doing what he loves, which is making funny shirts, only because he made one one time... And it impressed his 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 wife. Yeah. And like he was like, you know what? If my wife thinks they're funny, then other people will find them funny too. And he just kept on it. So way to go for like keeping up with his dream, even though he knows it wouldn't be the most successful thing ever. Mm-hmm. So what what did you think of the form changes this season? Because like it like let's like we can't really. It's hard to compare it to Jeed because Jeed was doing what Orr was doing with the whole fusion thing. Yeah. But 
I feel like this kind of went back to basics with the whole form change thing being just it's a color swap. Yeah, you know what? That, that I never thought of it until until you just mentioned it now. Yeah, because like I was gonna be like, eh, it's pretty like basic and simple, but like that was the point, right? Because like, like that's because like when I look at like Tiga. when you look at Tiga, when you look at like sky type or ground type, it's the same fucking suit. It's just that he has more blue on him or more fucking red on him. So it's it's like okay, mm-hmm. um. But yeah, like they they looked nice. Like I, I I thought I wasn't gonna like how the way ground form looked, but like it looked nice. And then there's some like significant di- detail differences. Like you can see like there's like some rock pattern on the ground form, and then like on the water form. I like that they were able to swap crystals too. Like mm-hmm. so like aqua and wind wasn't just for blue and ground and fu- uh, flame wasn't just for roso so i'm yeah. glad they were able to swap them it would have been cool to see both of them use like the same element at one point but i think they only had one crystal for each element yeah. so that's why but still it would have been cool of like oh okay fire and water's not working what if we both use fire and it's like that would have been cool that, it so. would have been like how what if it wasn't just solely just based on ultraman why not have like crystals for like different abilities? It's yeah. like like fire crystal, me like duplication crystal, like mirror crystal, and which like it like copies the ability that way they can both use flame. Yeah, they have like a mirror knight fucking crystal, oh. like have like based off like the zero forest. That would be fucking awesome. Um, but yeah, so like overall, Ultra and Rue, it's not terrible, and no. it's not it's not great either but it's still it, it's in, it, it's in that middle where it's still a good show to watch but if we were watching this week to week which we were it, eh. yeah because like we just like we forgot things sometimes and then we just be like oh this is still like on this like arc like come on like if we were watching this all one go we wouldn't have a problem but it's like yeah. when you watch it week to week in which i almost forgot but um Huge thanks goes out to the people at Color Timer Subs for picking up the show of Ultraman Rube. Without them, we probably wouldn't have been able to watch this show. Yeah, because Crunchyroll didn't fucking get it. Yeah, because Crunchyroll didn't acquire the rights to it. Nor did they ever give us an explanation as to why. Which I think was absolute bullshit. Oh, how there was just never an explanation given from e- from either company. And now they've ruined my hashtag bring Dino to Crunchyroll because it's probably never going to happen now. No. All Dino subbed, so who the fuck cares? <laughs> that, that is true. All Dino is fully subbed now. Um, but I will say one thing about Rube, though. Its theme, again, is Bond and family, and I honestly think it fucking nailed it. It did work. It nailed its theme very well. And these characters... Like, again, Isami and Katsumi, they were okay, but honestly, this show was made very well for its characters. Mm-hmm. Like, the other, the other, the, like, I think that's what it was trying to do was, like, it was trying to make its side characters seem more interesting, and I think it, I think it did it pretty fucking well. Like, again, didn't expect the mo- Mio to fucking, the mother, just be as fucking great as she was. Like, that was surprising. Um, Darling was a kind of fun little computer AI character robot thingy, so I liked her, but, like, again, eyes she, She's from... now, uh, uh, what's her name? Oh, From um, Jeed. Oh, for fuck's sake. I forgot her name. I feel so bad. Yeah, the, the AI for freaking... Yeah, the giant yellow ball thing. <laughs> the giant disco ball. 
Um, ben something? I'll look it up. Yeah. Uh, anyways. But, like, again, Eisen, Eisen was my favorite thing from this entire show and always will be, so... Mm-hmm. I love you, Orb Dark Noir Black Schwartz. You were you were amazing. I hope I Subaraya, if you're listening, make a fucking mini series, like a three part mini series about just Orb Dark. Right. Like a, what like a what if he's actually succeeded in like crossing to another dimension and just teaming up with Ultraman Orb? Like mm-hmm. that that'd be sick. I'd love to see that. Just him being being a hero for real instead of just like kind of faking it. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, and the AI from G, her name was Rem. Rem, that's right. God damn. Um, so oh, I anyway, so bad. <laughs> but, yeah, I, I, I agree with Lane. It's, Rube wasn't the greatest show, nor was it the worst. Yeah. It had, it was there. Ginga Ginga has that fucking oh, no, title. Ginga, Ginga. Worst Ultraman series ever. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. Cause like I feel like if we if, like if we watch any of like the show ones or something like like we've oh. heard like we've heard like Max is bad, Nexus is wasn't that really great because it got canceled like thirty episodes into well, it. Well, that was because you know it was it was meant to be dark and serious, but it was airing at like the wrong time. It's like no, we can't do this. Which now I'm actually fucking interested in watching Nexus because like honestly, Nexus looks fucking cool. I love his design, like because he looks so different from other Ultraman and. I want to see why was the show canceled? Like, why was wh- like how dark is this fucking series? So, like, I'm curious. Dark enough to end the show without without answering all of its questions. Damn. That's okay. how no like how canceled was it? So canceled it didn't even finish up all of its storylines. <laughs> what will happen to Ultraman Nexus next episode? Well, too bad you won't find out. <laughs> I got kids. <laughs> Find out you next always... time on Nexus's finest hour. All right, next tape. Show was canceled. You can always count on Schwa and Schwa and Schwa and Schwa. Not me. I got canceled. <laughs> it's pretty much that. <laughs> it's gotta be a thumbnail when we fucking talk about Nexus. Just have all the different crimson chins, but they're all different Ultramen. <laughs> Not me. I got canceled. Just the Millennium. All the millennium you know shit. what you know what since nexus is in episode 74 that's gonna be that's gonna be episode 74 is from now there you go <laughs> not me i can't <laughs> oh bless you cartoon network for making fucking amazing meme wool cartoons that was nickelodeon <laughs> oh whatever nickelodeon though, though it did start off in cartoon network yeah when uh on what a cartoon yeah, thank you, Nickelodeon. Fucking SpongeBob, Fairly Odd Parents. Like, there's such memeable shows, and it's just it's great. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> I can't wait to see who you got for the Millennium Crimson Chin, <laughs> my favorite one. All right. Uh, so that is episode seventy-three of Kaiju Sentai Ultra Ranger, one big Ultra Family. Yep, and as I promised from when we first started talking about this series was that the final thumbnail was just going to be Ultraman Rosso and Ultraman Blue with our faces and we we promised and yeah. that's how it's what's going to be so we, we didn't really follow that trend as we were talking about Rube well because we we thought like funnier shit yeah yeah, yeah we so. thought fun because well, like remember we're not just talking about Rube every episode we're talking about X and stuff too so it's like you know something funny happens in X like we're gonna fucking put an X <laughs> thumbnail because it's funny also I noticed what, like uh, two of our thumbnails are the same because they're both screenshots from X I noticed just how the sky is just it's not even a blue color it's like a faded like like a 
a soft navy, like a soft navy blue. Oh, okay. It's like, wow. Wow. We still didn't get sky rights. Fuck. <laughs> All right. Schwa for now, everyone. Schwa for now. everyone thank you for listening to this episode of kaiju sentai Ultranger. we appreciate your dedication to listening if you have an opinion on the news or shows we talked about leave a comment down below hashtag comments for lane if you want to check us out on other social media pages you can check out our twitter pages as always you can follow me at twitter.com you can follow me at twitter.com lane double underscore for other pages you can find my blog gars toku blogs on facebook.com and while you're on Facebook, why not give Radio Sentai Cast Ranger a follow? For older episodes of our shows, you can find them at castranger.podbean.com. And we also have some merch, such as t-shirts and bags, available at tpublic.com. That's all for this exciting episode of Kaiju Sentai Ultra Ranger. Until next time, schwa for now!